Good morning and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Tuesday, February 20th. On today's show, Jimmy Graham is set to row non-stop across the Arctic Ocean for charity, and Diggin Smith says the Storm are looking to compete for the title. Plus, Pep apologizes for his overweight comments about Phillips. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with an interesting twist in the sports world. Former New Orleans Saints tight end Jimmy Graham is trading in his football gear for a rowing challenge. He announced his participation in the Arctic Challenge, a thousand-kilometer trek across the Arctic Ocean, set to take place in July 2025. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about this challenge? Certainly, David. The Arctic Challenge is a grueling test of endurance. Graham and his team will row nonstop across the Arctic Ocean, sleeping a maximum of 90 minutes at a time. They're expected to be at sea for 10 to 21 days, rowing 24 hours a day in two-hour intervals. The journey will start at Tromsø, Norway, and finish at Longyearbyen, Norway. That sounds incredibly intense. Who else is joining Graham on this journey? Graham will be joined by former U.S. Navy SEAL Andrew Tropp, 2021 U.S. Rowing's Female Coastal Athlete of the Year Hannah Huppy, and 2021 Bronze Medalist in Rowing John Huppy. Graham will serve as the lead navigator of the challenge. And what records are at stake here? There are several records on the line, including a Guinness World Record for the first mixed-gendered team to row the Arctic Ocean. Other records include the first women to row the Arctic Ocean, first black person to row a polar ocean, and first married couple to row a polar ocean. This is also the first all-American team to row a polar ocean, and they could potentially set a new speed record for a four-person team. I understand there's also a charitable aspect to this challenge. Yes, the mission of the challenge includes partnering with three nonprofit organizations that support disadvantaged youth. Graham said on the Arctic Challenge website that they aim to showcase the power of determination, teamwork, and resilience, and use it as a platform for empowering kids to pursue their dreams. But Graham has never rowed in the open ocean before, correct? That's correct. Graham admitted on a podcast in January that he has never rowed in the open ocean or been on a rowboat. However, he will have 18 months of preparation and training for the journey. He expressed excitement about pushing himself athletically in a new direction. Thanks for those insights, Abby. Now, shifting gears to basketball, the Seattle Storm is gearing up for a comeback after a rebuilding season in 2023. The team has signed All-Stars Skylar Diggins-Smith and Neka Agwumik, both of whom are clear about their expectations. They want the Storm to compete for a championship. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about these new signings and their impact on the team? Certainly, David. The Seattle Storm had a tough 2023 season, finishing 11-29, but the signing of Diggins Smith and Ogwumike is a clear signal that they're ready to bounce back. Both players bring a wealth of experience and skill to the team. Diggins Smith is a six-time All-WNBA pick, while Ogwumike was the league's MVP in 2016 and is an eight-time All-Star. So, how did the Storm manage to attract these two stars? Well, 
It seems that Jewel Lloyd, the WNBA's leading scorer, who signed a two-year contract extension with the Storm last September, played a significant role in recruiting Diggins Smith and Ogumike. Both new signings mentioned their desire to play with winners, and Lloyd certainly fits that bill. And what about the team dynamics? How do these new signings fit into the existing team structure? The three stars have known each other for a long time and have a mutual respect for each other. They've played together in All-Star Games and USA Basketball and have always talked about ending up on the same team someday. With a coach like Noel Quinn, who embodies the same characteristics of discipline and respect for the game, we can expect good basketball played the right way. But the WNBA is full of super teams. How do the Storm plan to compete? While Diggins Smith and Ogwumike were hesitant to label the Storm a super team, they bring a lot of accolades to Seattle. However, Ogwumike emphasized the process of competing for a championship as more important than setting one as a goal. The focus is on competing every single day and the results will follow. And what about the new practice facility? How does that factor into the equation? The new practice facility, which is solely for the Storm's use year-round, is a significant factor. Both Diggins Smith and Agwumiki have previously played for franchises that shared public facilities, so having a dedicated space is a big deal. The facility is still under construction, but is expected to open in time for the start of training camp in April. Exciting times indeed for the Storm. Thanks for the update, James. Shifting gears to football, Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola has issued an apology to midfielder Calvin Phillips for comments he made about Phillips' weight upon his return from the 2022 World Cup. Michael, our correspondent for Simply Sports, is here to discuss this further. Can you give us some context about Guardiola's original comments? Certainly, David. Guardiola had told reporters that Phillips was not in the right condition to go through training sessions after returning from the World Cup in Qatar. Phillips had only been used for 40 minutes in two substitute appearances during England's campaign. This comment came after Phillips had a challenging time at City, making only six starts in 18 months after signing from Leeds United in 2022. And how did Phillips respond to Guardiola's comments? Phillips who recently joined West Ham United on loan, said that his confidence had taken a big knock due to Guardiola's comments. It's clear that the manager's words had a significant impact on him. So what led to Guardiola's apology? Guardiola expressed his regret to reporters on Monday, saying, Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize to him. I spoke to him before making the comment. I never, ever don't speak to the team before I say something here, or the player in that case. It seems Guardiola recognized the impact of his words and felt it necessary to apologize. And how are Manchester City currently performing in the Premier League? Manchester City is currently third in the Premier League. They have a chance to close the gap to leaders Liverpool to just one point if they manage to beat Brentford at home in their upcoming match. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Speaking of matches to keep an eye on, Cameron Norrie has kicked off his defense of the Rio Open title with a win against Bolivia's Hugo Delian, scoring 6-3, 6-2 on Monday. Nori, who won his biggest title at this very event last year, is looking forward to another chance to work on his game. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about Nori's performance and his prospects in the tournament? 
Absolutely, David. Nori's performance was solid, as expected. He's clearly comfortable playing in Rio, having won his biggest title there last year. He's also seated second in the tournament, which means he's one of the favorites to reach the final. His next opponent is Chile's Tomas Barrios Vera. And what about the other players in the tournament? Any notable performances or upcoming matches? Yes, indeed. Fourth-seeded player Francisco Cerundolo of Argentina also secured a win. Meanwhile, Carlos Alcaraz, who Nori upset in the 2023 final, will play his opener on Tuesday against home crowd favorite Tiago Montero. Also, three-time major winner Stan Wawrinka is set to take on Argentina's Facundo Diaz Acosta, who just won the Argentina Open on Sunday as a wild card. That's quite a lineup. It seems like Nori might face some stiff competition. How do you see his chances? Nori certainly has a tough road ahead, but he's shown that he can rise to the occasion, especially in Rio. His next match against Barrios Vera will be a good indicator of his form. If he can maintain the level of play he showed against Delian, he has a good shot at making it to the final. We'll certainly be keeping an eye on that. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. And on that note, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>